Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, it stinks from the head down, from the owner to the GM to the head coach to the players and whoever constructed this team. This shit is a mess. The trade deadline is in a month, just about. And uh, something needs to change. And I don't give a damn what happens with this team at this point. Blow it up. Make some moves. Do something. The trade deadline is February 8th. So I'll let Alex come in and speak his piece. He may want to talk about the college football playoff. (laughs) Not really. I mean, (laughs) Michael Penix went off. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple comments that I've seen that I agree with. Um, the only way we can salvage this is to trade Mikel Bridges to Houston, but I don't even know if they want to do that or even if they are able to do that with if they have cap, cap space or not. I know they paid Dylan Brooks a lot and they paid Fran Van Vliet a lot, um, but that's the only way to salvage this because uh, the Nets are stuck at the moment because even if they do, everyone's saying trade everyone, but then – like, what about our own picks? We don't even have our own picks for the next couple of years. We just have those Suns picks. Keep those Suns picks. Don't trade those Suns picks. Um, uh, the the Suns trade is I, – I see it more as a lose-lose than a win-win uh, for both teams. Um, and then, like, this team has been stuck for a while. Um that 2021 year was was the year to win it and injuries was the cause of it uh we don't have to go there really but yeah and then another comment i just saw uh thank you for the uh five dollars though um yeah if we were 15 and 19 with young players i wouldn't care a bunch of 30 year olds struggling is unwatchable and i agree because um you know a lot of people are probably calling for jock Vaughn's head to get fired and um I, the the my problem my always my biggest problem with sports in general is whenever someone says oh we need to fire this guy ninety five percent of the time no one says get me this guy to replace him sure you know everyone just saying the like they don't have the replacement in mind and I don't have that with Jock Vaughn however there's two or three big things where it it is clear as day to me that he is not a good coach. The first thing is that he is hindering Cam Thomas's development. Plain and simple. I don't care that it's a better starting lineup, that we're better with Dorian Finney-Smith starting. You start Cam Thomas. He is our best player because Mikhail Bridges has been terrible the past couple of weeks. Spencer Dinwiddie is on an expiring deal and has no – right now he's probably past his prime. Cam Thomas is our best player. It, it's it's simple. And if you build around him and you build around Claxton, like just young guys, you know, young players on this team, you know, a guy, a, a, our number one player shouldn't be a fringe all-star that's 27 years old. I No, no disrespect to Mikhail Bridges. Like Mikhail Bridges, like uh, all in all is they, a good They player. wanted him to be something that he actually is not. He was never this. The Nets tried to make him this. 
you know, that and it's because the Nets were stargazing for so many years with guys like Katie, Kyrie, James Harden. When those guys get out of here, it's like, oh, who's the next guy? Ben Simmons? No, well, Mikhail Bridges. You can, Brooklyn you, Bridges. You can, we tried to we yeah. literally tried to make this guy a number one, a star, and on a night to night basis, he is not that. And I'm right there with you with Cam Thomas. How many episodes, how many nights, how many days do we have to talk about Jacques Vaughn being a veteran head coach, a former NBA NBA player in old school? And yes, I remember we had an episode where we said the object of the game is to put the ball in the hoop. And a lot of us feel like Cam Thomas is our best player. He's definitely our best scorer. But Jacques Vaughn doesn't view him like that. The Brooklyn Nets don't view him like that. So the frustration you guys have when you're like, why isn't he on the floor? Or why isn't he starting? Or get Cam Thomas in there. He's not the guy to them. He's the guy to you as a fan because you want buckets. You want points. You want a star that can give you 30 points a night. And they don't see him as that. We, I think in our last episode had the whole narrative about, oh, Cam Thomas only scores 30-40 in losses. The Nets aren't good when he goes off. And I don't really think that's a Cam Thomas problem. Right, like I, I said, that's a that's a philosophy philosophy problem. That's a coaching problem. That's looking at the rest of the guys, like Cam Johnson. Where are you at? And of course, through this terrible stretch, Cam Johnson has stepped up. I know we called him out in the last episode because I think he had seven points. Was it in the Warriors game? Nah, it yeah, was. Yeah, he was the, not. Good. Uh, it, it was or the Jazz game. Was it maybe? It was the game before the Knicks game. Yeah, it was the Jazz game where yeah. we're like, "Bro, you're out there for 27 minutes. You're making 98 million, whatever." So I guess let's do this. Um, and appreciate everybody in the chat. Vibe check off the rip. Um, not great vibes, but let's see. Uh, we already showed that Brandon Bat said. Problem is, we're out kicking our coverage when the season started. Now we're back to earth, and everyone is like, what happened? Our Nets are who we thought they were going to be. Need a Batman. Um, I wouldn't even say we were out kicking our coverage in the beginning of the year because there were games that they should have won, and they lost, and that's all we were talking about in the beginning of the year. Like, yo, this is going to come back to haunt us. But no, it's not. Like, they are a bottom team. Uh, Bridges bridges to Houston for for picks. (laughs) I'm done dealing with Houston. Part of the mess we're in right now is from dealing with Houston. James Harden going that way, thinking Harden was going to be a piece. Probably listen to his boys, Katie and Kyrie. Uh, Brandon Bat says, JV not in. Honestly, I'm not sure what coach would be at this point. You know what? There's multiple people that said different names from Kevin Ali to Ime Udoka. Um, you know, coaches got get fired every year and become available. I feel like from Nets fans that I talk to, Jacques Vaughn was a premature move. You didn't have to give Jacques Vaughn this three-year deal or whatever he's on. And I'm pretty sure this extension was after after we traded KD, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you gave him this extension. Which is even more stupid. And you didn't have to do that. I think it was an attempt to, like, make it a feel-good, like, former net, one of our own. This guy's been with this organization for years. He's not a mercenary. He's not a star that's here today and gone tomorrow. This is a guy that's part of the fabric of the Brooklyn Nets. Man, to hell with all that. We don't care about that because fast forward to now, it's like there are better coaches out there that you passed on, and I think that's a lot of Nets fans' feelings. Like, 
This is who we got. This is who we locked up. Dren said, Josai not firing Marks and Marks not firing JV. We're stuck with them. And that's why I said start at the top. Start at the top. Start at the top, bro. It's Josai. It's Sean Marks. It's Jacques Vaughn. So start at the top when you're when you're looking at why the fish stinks. They, I think the phrase is the fish stinks from the head down. <laughs> yeah, from the head down. When a company is struggling, they likely the likely causes come from the leadership. So it's not the Jimmys and the Joes, the X's and the O's necessarily. And, of course, the Nets are lacking. There's a few ways we can dissect this team and look at different players and say who we want more from. But ultimately, you're in this mess because of your owner, because of the GM, because of the head coach and the decisions that they made on personnel from trades, which we I think we applauded. The trade of Kevin Durant. We applauded the trade of Kyrie Irving and what we got back. Um, but here we are. I don't know. Does anybody have an update on Ben Simmons' back issues? I don't think anybody really applauded the uh, James Harden trade, what we gave up, what he ended up being, what we ended up giving up again to get him out of here. It's just, you know, the Ben Simmons saga is a joke. He shows up in his Chi. He shows up in his Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada and just sits there on the side. It's just like, <laughs> I told y'all from the beginning, anything you got out of Ben Simmons this year was a bonus, and it ain't a bonus. Kevin says, I agree. I love Bridges, but trading him to the Rockets for our picks back is the only way. I I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I, I don't think there is any scenario where Mikael Bridges goes elsewhere and the Brooklyn Net fan says, damn, we had that guy under control. Damn. 